Uh, what I did different this time was I slid him from hole to hole in the other direction. No, I'm Does he want to do the intro? Alright, today like a... on... Uh... Sorry, I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> Take two. Uh, today on... Okay, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta leave this in. <laughs> you can't edit this out. <laughs> no, I'm crying. <laughs> Alright, today on uh, PJ and the Gang, we talk about Irrational Fears, uh, 3D printed dildos, and... Uh, Reaper's favorite uh, hobby, inflating live animals. Again. <laughs> Starring PJ. What's up, bitches? Wookie. Them pillars taste like corn. Reaper. Yo, yo. Cow. Hello, American people. <laughs> and uh, your true star, Busy. What would you guys say if, like, there was a camera inside each woman's bra that recorded how many times people look at her tits? <laughs> would that be, be awesome? Do you know that's a real thing? Really? The company Nestle. Have you heard of any of the shit that they do? Nestle does more than just make uh, chocolate syrup. Um. Yeah, they're trying to take over the world, literally. First, well, we'll stick with the bra for now, but they <laughs> it was supposedly for Cancer Awareness Month. They had this chick with a nice-sized rack <laughs> walk around with a camera in there, and apparently men, women, babies, and dogs all stared at him. Wow. May I just say that I, I, I found the, the video, and, and she's, I mean, she's letting it all hang out, so I think yeah. that it's not really quite fair to... It's definitely entrapment. I mean, <laughs> but it it's pretty funny to see the sly looks that people are giving her boobs. Yeah. Because they're all making eye, eye contact with this camera. This is How really is funny. that tied in with cancer awareness, though? I don't... <laughs> I don't know, um, but I think you should shoot us the link, though. I don't want to Come on. Come on, Reaper. Like, you have a problem finding this stuff on your own. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm always looking for a good pair. <laughs> All I get is three behind. <laughs> Aside from that weird shit, Nestle is trying to make it so you have to, people have to pay for water because they do bottled they water. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that it's a right to everyone. Like they're trying to make it so like they they've been buying like yeah. wells and shit. Oh no, that's crazy. It's like uh, yeah, I mean... where they're fucking. You gotta buy air to live. Space balls. <laughs> yeah, remember that? They needed the combination to get in the, the shield. And they opened it and put that vacuum and sucked all the air out of oh. it. <laughs> now I remember, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, Makes was... me want to dig a well in my uh my backyard. Not not that I have a backyard. I live in an apartment building, but I could save a lot of water in my bathtub, I guess. Just in case. Drinking bath water. <laughs> Cooking yeah. with it. <laughs> I, I don't see how they can make a monopoly on water. Well, if they right. buy up all the private wells, they're on a good start. True. Making them sound like the damn 
evil empire. Well, it's actually kind of a big problem with um, not just Nestle trying to buy private wells, but even um, like uh, you know residential complexes like apartment buildings or neighborhoods, uh, subdivisions building like uh, ponds, like man-made ponds and that kind of thing that end up collecting rainwater when it's, you know, the city or municipalities kind of like plan on a certain amount of rainwater getting, yeah. you know, put back into the system every every year. And then it gets messed up by the fact that, you know, there's all these new man-made ponds and lakes and stuff that are cropping up all over the place. So, Yeah. Maybe um, Nestle has is onto uh, is onto something. We'll be the only ones with the water <laughs> when we need it. Damn we'll sweet. Have to go to Nestle to get the water and busy to get the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to just comment on the on the fact that we spent way more time talking about uh, water rights than <laughs> we have about this. Uh, Them titties. <laughs> camera bra. <laughs> and it's nothing it's... new that they're just using tap water. So. Yeah. They've been doing that for ages. Like, oh, hey, here, pay two bucks a bottle for what you get for 18 cents a day. Back to the bras, though. <laughs> That's actually their second go at a smart bra. Their first smart bra <laughs> um, tweeted every time it unclasped. Oh, shit. <laughs> What's the point of that? What's... Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe so you can. You give your wife uh, this present, she doesn't know what it is, but you know every freaking time she takes her bra off, and you can question her on how come you took your bra off at 3 a.m. on Tuesday, um, or 2 in the afternoon on Monday. If I needed you on to a... do that, I would divorce my wife. Yeah, that's that's too much fucking work. That and that's her business, I guess. There's other ways to find out if she's being naughty. Yeah, you put a bear trap up in there and just... <laughs> Wait for the evidence. Oh, but I mean, why wouldn't you just use the camera one then? Because you'd, you'd see the guy's face yeah. coming at it. <laughs> <laughs> see the boat motor starting. <laughs> that would be a horrible sight. You need to watch it all the way through. Yeah. Poor bastard. I see it. It's it'd be like the Ren and Stimpy episodes where it's like, you know, normal low quality animation. And then they like zoom in on someone's face and it's horribly God, ungodly detailed and disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see it go flying through the air and then it just points at the wall the rest of the time. Oh, it, what if it, it, it's going to catch on like the, the, the doorknob and just give you a full view of the whole scene as it's happening. Right. Yeah. 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 I'd prefer that because sure. that's court. Yeah. Worthy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if I were to get cheated on by, you know, wife, I know Nicole's not going to do that. I'd rather have it on video. It'd be like, done. Yep. Done deal. Solid proof. I'll take, I'll take my house. <laughs> and I'm, I'm completely un surprised that, you know, that this story came up. Because, you know, it must have been splashed across the television media. And, you know, it must have blocked the internet. Uh, women with big breasts, you know, they, they get stared at. I mean, you know, this yeah. is just a revelatory news story. Um, and I'm I'm glad that, you know, <laughs> I was part of the whole situation and knowing about it. You know, I didn't want to be one of those people who didn't know that, you know, <laughs> your eyes are just magnetically, magnetically drawn to women with big breasts. That's marketing 101, the human eyes drawn to the human form. So an ad that has nothing to do with people that has a person on it, 100% more likely to actually attract someone's eyes. I want Nestle to make a uh, fitness bow tie <laughs> and, and count the number of times that 
that dogs stare at a at a well dressed you know person wearing a a fitness bow tie. Where's a bow tie? <laughs> People wear bow ties. The prom. I haven't seen someone wear bow ties since I was like four. <laughs> Bill Nye wears bow ties, doesn't he? He's he's. Yeah, he's I watched him when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy at work who was like the uh, middle between the technical team and sales, so he. He'd help the salesman explain what the customer need, and he wore a bow tie, and the most awkward guy ever. He'd walk up to you, and uh, first time I met him, he he cracked a ginger joke, the red hair. <laughs> and, you know, he had this big smile on his face, like, so I'm supposed to laugh, and I've heard yeah. the words about it. It's not funny or anything, and just sit there like, and? He's like, I'm Doctor Who, right? You know that. I'm like, what? You just assume that I've watched Doctor Who? What the hell are you talking You just went on this... It was like a 30-minute conversation with this guy I'd never met before with a bow tie talking about Doctor Who and why I should watch it and just take off the bow tie. <laughs> fucking, fucking weirdo. Do you wear a bow tie, Fizzy? No. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a better example would be like... Um... A cod piece, like some guy walking down the street wearing a uh, bejeweled cod piece, and see how many people stare at it, you know. And it would, and it'd be like a, it'd be, you know, um, for the uh, testicular cancer sort of uh, <laughs> side of things. Yeah. To remind everybody that they need, they should get their balls examined. I think we need to follow up on this. And make like an animatronic cod piece that every time the camera senses someone <laughs> looking at it. The dick part of the cod piece thing just kind of goes up a little bit. I think so it should see all... how fast it, it can get erect. I think it should also um, be like one of those uh, red light cameras that take a, a, a picture of you <laughs> yeah. when you run a red light, and it it snaps a flash as well, so it, the people know that you have a picture of them looking at your cod piece. A little Polaroid comes out the bottom where the balls should be. <laughs> and uh, which one, one of us on the call would be most likely to have like you know a licking their chops face on their little Polaroid <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably Reaper yeah that's what I was thinking <laughs> oh definitely what? but Dazzle I, I, like I get all that I, I say <laughs> Well, on the other hand, with that bra stuff, I don't know if you guys have seen that shit, but uh, they hold rallies in New York. They're trying to make it legal for women to not have to wear shirts or bras in public. Well, I, I think in New York, it's actually it actually is legal for women to be uh, like topless. And it so is, women... but they still get like harassed by the police and stuff. Sure. Yeah, they'll still get arrested by police that don't know the law. Oops. I think they're trying to. But what's the point? Let me ask you that. Like, what's the, the... do women really want to walk around? New York City without a shirt on? Apparently some of them do. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't know. They're basically calling us out right now with this bra saying yeah. like how many times people check out this well-endowed woman in a bra and now you're going to turn around and put women out there topless all together. Think of the uh, automotive accidents. and Yeah, I mean, it's just dangerous, you know. It's not, it's not, it's not in the public good. Well, then, how often, I haven't <laughs> been to New York, I'm not interested, but uh, I wonder how many times you see a guy walking down the street with no shirt on, 
where you know <laughs> true it's not really socially acceptable that was that way cowboy yeah. did you just say you're not <laughs> interested in new york like nah, i'm just gonna write that state off well, i just i have no desire to go there anytime soon <laughs> i don't know sorry sorry to anyone from new york that may or may not be I don't like crowds. It's not the state. <laughs> just with you. I know. It just sounded funny. Like I'm not interested. Like, oh, I just don't like crowds of people. About it, about <laughs> and it seems crowded. Hawaii. I heard Chicago is pretty crowded. You better avoid that city altogether. Yeah. Well, and you just get shot there. <laughs> True. Sorry, shot everybody. Shot. Just get agoraphobia. <laughs> <laughs> Equally bad. Was well, throw LA in there too while we're at it? Boycott all the big cities. I'm gonna stick to the hills where I know it's safe. <laughs> I'll, I'll put up with the hillbillies. Yeah, as long as you're one of the weirdos running around doing weird shit with animals, you're fine. <laughs> You'll fit right in. If you're a normal person, it's not all that safe. I don't know. We call you bait. <laughs> oh man. Like master, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't give away all the trade secrets. Is that Master like the, the? Yeah, it just sounds like a a brand of like really like kind of like premium mealworms. It's like master baits. <laughs> Get your catch every time. See? That'd be awesome. Cal's right on the same page. That'd be like you know uh, I don't know. Maggots with a uh, like dusted with gold, something like that. Put it or on the Indian line. with freaking bow ties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pocket tidies for their pens. I do have a, a bit of good news. You know how I said on a previous episode, how everyone always asks me, tells me to smile or cheer up, or you know, it's not the end smile. of the world. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone the other day told me that. Every time she sees me, I'm always smiling. I mean, I've seen her like three times in the past six months. She's like, I want your job. You're always smiling. You're always joking around. Like, yeah, that's um, just so I don't cut my wrists. Does this, <laughs> does this tie into the conversation about the smart bra? No, that was after. She's <laughs> so like, you know you're on camera, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't help it. You just make me want to smile. Put them out there. I'm going to look at them. Not my fault. <laughs> They could put a camera on each uh, bra cup and uh, turn it into an Oculus Rift uh, <laughs> feature. I'm a 3D camera. Yeah. I think that's an awesome idea. I shouldn't have said that out loud. I could have painted yeah. in it. I can bleep that out if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, do that. Man, I've got to think of a snapping product name for it now. Mm. Boobicles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can work with that. Awesome. Boobiculars. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you point zero zero three percent of any earnings I make from it. Thanks. Boobs. Boobspickles. Spectacles. Boobspickles. Oh. Boobspickles. I can't. that uh, just registered really weird in my brain, like boobspittle, like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's um, what the guys do when they're looking at it. Spectacles. I, mean, uh, I said breasticles before, but that's not quite the same. It would have to be with an A instead of an I, then you're yeah. fine. 
makes me want to say breast tacos. That's, that's <laughs> just something else entirely. Yeah, that's really weird. That that's just doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> speaking of Ocu- Oculus Rift, where where is it? It's like, and and you know, there are other like Sony's developing their own virtual reality headset, and there was a big kind of uh, hoo-ha over it, saying, oh, this is going to be the next kind of stage of computer entertainment and all its other applications, but... Best I, mean... I heard they're just trying to get the price down for um, the public. I think they were fighting with hardware, too. I think there's a there's a, a newer model that's smaller and lighter and all that stuff that is supposedly a lot better than the previous iteration, so... It's like setting, knows, maybe... set a breast on your face. Yeah, maybe we'll all be walking around wearing uh, boob spectacles sooner sooner than later. Yeah, I shall follow that up with my next product, which will be a strap-on with a webcam on the end. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants that. What? Like that sounds like too so much like a like nature a video. View? Yeah. <laughs> Gyno cam. Gosh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Cooch spelunking. That sounds like, like maybe your your website could also have toilet cameras, you know, for sale. So you can Gross. see this. Oh, it sounds the same to me. <laughs> it can't toilet be. Well, sounds it, the same as the strap-on. Well, if, you just if come the camera didn't work. vagina to a toilet. No. Oh. <laughs> I would never. That's wrong. Oh, so much for your dating life. No, yeah, because I, I the first thing I do with perspective. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> first thing I do is, is send them a link to the podcast. Say, like, before we go out, I need you to know that I am on this podcast and <laughs> I will I say not go some number shit. two in your pussy. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! That's some poo in the coop, I respect baby. you too much to do that. I would never. <laughs> I don't even know why I let you know that I would never do that. Of course, I would never do that. Why would anybody have to tell you that? They would never do that to you. I wouldn't do it before I cut you up into little pieces, but <laughs> I, uh... afterwards, though. <laughs> Speaking of inappropriate things, um, have you guys heard about this genius who? Um, he was on a plane and he made the joke after he sneezed that he had just gotten back from Africa. <laughs> That's not good. Yeah. No, it's not good. Um, so they grounded the flight and sent a team of like, you know, infectious control guys on there in these, you know, bubble suits to uh, take the guy off the flight and determine whether or not he actually did have Ebola. Which he didn't. He was just making a very inappropriate joke. Um, but would you guys ever? Could you guys see yourself making like an Ebola or bomb joke on a plane without realizing it? Like before you had a chance to stop yourself. No, even I'm not that retarded. <laughs> no, I think with... that's like the fifth line. I don't cross. I cross the first four. But <laughs> <laughs> what are those four? <laughs> Listen to the podcast. <laughs> You'll hear them. <laughs> All I hear is uh, Lily's mom jokes. Oh, female <laughs> jokes and woman driver jokes and sandwich making jokes. I wouldn't say racism, but 
I'm not racist. <laughs> no, you just hate everybody the same. Yeah. You are stupid. <laughs> Me included. There is something about being on an airplane that, especially after the events of the last 10 years or so, that it does make you behave in a certain way. And on, I remember on the, the flight to Thailand when we went to went on a honeymoon. Um, I mean, my wife is terrified of flying and she's had to take hypnotherapy. And uh, she's tried everything else, like, uh, you know, the, the spray you can put into your mouth to relax you. And like, on the last flight we went, it was like, she had to take antidepressants. Didn't work, but um, <laughs> but anyway. Um, Just the Marrakesh on the trip? No, no. Uh, yes, yes, the Marrakesh trip, sorry, was the last one. Yeah, she had to. It didn't work. And um, she she was advised against drinking with diazepam because it tends to um, exaggerate the effect. Um, and so she immediately did have a double gin and tonic. <laughs> But I'm not even kidding, and it didn't work. She was still terrified. And the worst thing about it was, because of some fuck-up with the booking, we weren't even sitting next to each other. Um, and normally me being next to her helps a lot, because she can like hold my hand and whatever. And I had to keep on craning my neck backwards to see her. And after, just after we'd taken off, because I couldn't really turn around because of where I was, I... Undid my seatbelt, looked around, and there she was with like tears streaming down her face. Oh man! Um, so it was, um, yeah. It, it, I, I I was pretty pissed off because just because of some kind of organizational error, we weren't sitting next to each other. So does and, this uh, does this lead back to you um, standing up in the aisle, yelling at the flight attendant about their mistake, and getting ejected from the flight? Oh no. No, we <laughs> no no such luck. <laughs> she does stress me out when it gets like that, and I completely understand, because you know, an, uh, an irrational fear of something. You know, it there's there's no comforting that you just feel that way about it. It doesn't help. I, you know, I've got no issue whatsoever with flying, and I never really think about those things, but with Having been with Vicky for the last few years, it just like automatically makes me feel that way. Wow, mm. I'd be tempted to just if, if you know, after this many years traveling together, just to give her her own ticket and say I'll see you in uh, Thailand. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then go to Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> I d I don't think she could do a long haul flight by herself. <laughs> So, um, 3D printers are super cheap nowadays. Any of you any interest in grabbing one? Yeah, but I've thought about it since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the first thing you made with it? What do you think? Uh, my mind goes in all kinds of directions. <laughs> A bionic penis. That was what Wookiee would make, not me. I'm happy with my organic one. <laughs> yeah, tell it's <laughs> 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 Your organic one, like you got that at Trader Joe's or something? No, it's all natural. Yeah, it's... so is their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sell what I've got at Trader Joe's, let me tell you that. Oh, I don't know, I don't shop there. I'm comfortable anyway. with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Would you make your own Legos, Wookie? You could make your no. own custom... Uh, no. Okay. 
Now that somebody like said, here's all the blueprints for all of me to just hit print on one, I wouldn't have to actually design it 3D. Or Interesting. Like if they leak the designs for the uh, Millennium Falcon or something. Yeah, if they leak the the actual 3D file, not not designs for Millennium Falcon, just like the actual Lego parts, because I don't want to go bit model uh, the actual Lego bricks in 3D. Right. I'd probably Where make some have... kind of inappropriate chess set or something. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. How would uh, what would your queen look like, for example? I would have a big sandwich. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say fizzy and drag, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the queen. What does it mean? I know. But you're going to model fizzy and drag in 3D? No, I'll just draw it up on my own. How are you going to 3D print that? <laughs> you're going to like hold in front. He's got this. reference material. You're gonna, he's going to spend <laughs> like 300 hours modeling me as a drag queen for one chess piece. He'll just have a, a chess board with one chess piece. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> I think there was um, 3D modeling tools that'll take a side and a front view and try to auto model it, but I don't know. Why? What would you? What would you do besides the chest set? I don't know. I'm sure I'd figure something out, but that was the first thing that came to mind. I don't know why. <laughs> I'd probably model all sorts of little action figures and crazy things and try to sell them on eBay or something. I'm I'm assuming that. Um... With, I mean, obviously, there are home kits now, but they're still kind of edging on the prohibitively expensive. But isn't it, as long as you've got some kind of 3D source model, it can do anything you've got a 3D model of. It doesn't Almost, necessarily yeah. have to be um, like a, a real-time scan of an object. It can be no, an existing 3D, 3D model. model. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you you wouldn't buy... Model kits of anything anymore? Would you? Would <laughs> just like destroy the entire market if that that was ready, readily available? And people, yeah, there are people making guns with it. Um, anything from like prosthetic limb parts. Yeah. To yeah. Can print with cheese. I mean, <laughs> there's Star <Yeah>. Trek. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a that, cheese whiz hamburger, be... just all cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of cheese whiz. Computer like a pumpkin hamburger. pie, and it's yeah, it's just like a slice of pie that's just like a mold of cheese. <laughs> Is that that you sounds make, straight out of Futurama? Or make yourself a Hannibal Lectum. Lectum. You guys gotta plug in your controllers. Moving <laughs> <laughs> on. This happens. This happens every episode. Anyway, yeah, I'd probably model a bunch of action figures. Yeah. Huh. It would, I it would like actually like. Be... Make me start modeling again. Yeah, you could you could make buttons for your like if a button broke on your shirt, you could make a new button. I think what if <laughs> I buy this three thousand uh, dollar three D printer? I'm like, oh good, that the pants I lost the button for, I can finally replace it. So you can't go to Walmart and buy like five hundred buttons in a jar for a dollar. For a dollar. <laughs> I mean. So you I went to the, the housewife. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I, I went the the 3D printer that I, I I know about the most is is MakerBot. MakerBot makes a bunch of these um different models of of uh 3D printers, and they've been doing this for a while. Um, and the in the the image on their website, they have like basically an Easter bunny made out of plastic in this three thousand dollar printer. And I'm thinking like what. I mean, obviously, Wookie brought up some examples like that. Like... <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was just about to say that happens like once a show now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be all like, my controller died, everything's fine. Nothing happened, keep going. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so um, 30 seconds, uh, that garbage didn't just happen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go wax my sack. It'll be a little more. Anyway, just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you could you could make you could make part prosthetic, uh, you know, limbs, and you could make medical, uh, you know, parts and 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 that kind of thing. But are most people just gonna make plastic bunnies? With this thing. No, I think the main use would be dildos. Honestly. Um, it's kind of yeah, rigid could... for that. <laughs> Is it? Like maybe yeah, they could make yeah, like the, the a plastic rubberized. It's not, it's not rubber. Mm. Mm. Have you okay. seen these things in action? Have you seen no. them actually print something? <laughs> it's like super fast little piece of metal, and it's there's one where they'd actually print like a Yoda head, and they've they've modeled the inside so it's the most efficient use of plastic, so it's not just a giant solid ball of. You're wasting the material. It's all like lattice on the inside to make sure it's solid, but still, you know, has hollow parts. But it's just zipping across, adding layer by layer. You know, millimeter, like fractions of millimeters thick, I think. And <laughs> you can't do rubber like that. There was no way the rubber would stick together. It's, it's very rigid. I can see Fizzy like in some kind of market selling plasticware, like forks and knives and spoons. And buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the farmer market. Yeah. You make you make your money back in ten years. Like maybe I can a have plastic my own... bow tie. The yeah. infinity sure. bow tie. Looks snappy forever. The um sure, there's the a... only way I think to make real money with that is if, you know, somebody sent you a design they had and they don't have the equipment, you can charge them like custom tool and die kind of fees. For a few of their items to be run, I mean that's that's about it. I mean, unless you're really gonna, if you're gonna go all industrial and print like a gajillion things trying to make money off this, you're gonna need a bigger unit than a you know a home size thing. So well, that, Etsy, I... Etsy makers and, and the like is probably the biggest market for the personal. I heard that, um, and I'd seen it the 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 whole thing with the World of Warcraft. Um, it was a either a company approached Blizzard or. Or it worked in conjunction with Blizzard to the way you could use 3D printing to create a 3D model of your specific character in World of Warcraft. And uh, I mean, yeah, the article seemed fairly, you know, like this is going to be the next big thing. There, I didn't hear anything about it at all. I don't know whether that took off or just. I think some people did it, but it was like 125 bucks or something like that, and the colors were all muted, like. Yeah. It wasn't very yeah. like, oh, hey, that looks really neat. It was like, it's shaped perfectly, but it doesn't look all that impressive. That's totally something yeah. I would buy if it was impressive. Like, holy shit, that's my thing. I'm going to put it, like, I have Legos on my shelf, for God's sake. Yeah. 
you know, if that's a character I'd spent, you know, hundreds of hours playing and stuff like that, would had all the armor that I won from the raids and shit. Oh, yeah. It's got my icebreaker, you know, <laughs> that I have two of. I could be like, you know, do wielding icebreakers. If they were charging that much for it, though, I mean, you've got those crazy movie toys who are, they're kind of like, they're more like dolls than action figures because they've got like real material clothing on them. And, you know, they're in the kind of like couple of hundred dollar mark. It's like, could they not employ somebody to actually paint them? I mean, I saw them myself and I know exactly what you're talking about. They had a very kind of pastel kind of muted color scheme on them. But that's assembly line stuff because they're painting this one figure a billion times. This one, everything, you could pretty much pose the character, I think. You know, you could, all the little emotes from the game, cheering, shouting, I think you could... You could, you know, they had a preset bunch of those, plus it was your character and your clothing that you die. I mean, it was, it's a one-off for each thing. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's just a airbrush and action figure it can be 300 to $1,000 to send it off to some poor guy in China that does it. <laughs> yeah. Just not, not easily done. I would like to, to point out that uh, apparently... People are milk- making dildos with uh, these 3D printers. Um, that hurt. I don't know, man. But they make a flexible, what they call a flexible filament. Uh, the MakerBot people do. So maybe that's the oh, kind gosh. of plastic they would use. There's a there's a service that lets you actually design your own. So you could like build your own uh, version, and they'll print it out for you, send it to you. So Reaper, I'll send you the link in private <laughs> chat. <laughs> Well, I thought the whole purpose of these things were more for like the prototype stage of like your first knockoff of something that you want to make or build and you want yeah. something to display for engineers to look at or you know I, that's what I really thought the 3D printers were really designed for yeah you know, I think that's a not good, for really home use I mean, yeah, who who in their right mind's gonna spend three thousand dollars for something like that at home? I start with but, you know, five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, little one. And uh, the this is something that like a school could buy to you know teach kids how to you know do what you're talking about, build prototypes and design things and stuff, but not dildos. So I gotta ask this question because I I'm probably gonna stir up some bad blood here, but. <laughs> I don't mind doing that once in a while. So most of you guys are in the tech world as far as, you know, IT departments or have worked jobs like that before. Um, Do you think as a society, you know, going forwards here, that we're sending the wrong impression to the future generations as far as, you know, learning a, uh, I don't want to say it, how do I say this? Learning a, learning a trade. hands-on skilled job versus a computer skilled job. Yeah. Because, I mean, what you guys do is a skill. I mean, I don't know the first thing about computers. Like, you guys can sit down and take one apart, and you talk about modding stuff and being able to do all kinds of things with networking. And, so, I mean, it's still a skill. But as far as, like, your carpenters and your welders oh, yeah. and, I mean... It's like We've been um, when I'm to... on a job site, sorry, I, I let you... when I'm on a job site, like building new buildings, like we do the IT side of it. Yeah. So like 
I look at the construction dudes, I'm like, you guys do all the important shit. We just do the funny shit. <laughs> like, well, I could I mean, never do that kind of shit, so. You know, from a, a manufacturing world, like where I live, where I'm, a, you know, just a supervisor at this point, you know, I'm trying to hire somewhat skilled people to come in and do welding and do fabricating and powder coating and all that kinds of good stuff. And I'm literally calling tech colleges and, you know, the local area schools. And they're telling me that their classes of like 16 to 20 people are now four to six people. And yeah. they're, they're, they're turning kids away from like the tech side of the world, you know, for like uh, networking and things along that nature. They're actually having to tell kids to go to different schools because they're just overbooked for classroom sizes. And, you know, even from the school's aspect, they're like, you know, the, the hands-on skill base that many people of, let's say, our generation right now have is going to be a thing of the past going forward because everything is turning so high-tech. Everybody wants to sit behind a desk and earn high dollars by playing on a computer and being, you know, skilled that way instead of being skilled with their hands yeah so, i mean are we doing the right thing i think there's so a much fine technology? line that should be walked and there's really no one to say you know this is enough <laughs> but everybody wants uh, a piece of that pie though oh yeah well i mean you know. it's it's just it's how we do wages in this country yep. um people that employ those folks don't want to pay as much and they're used to not having to pay as much but when you outsource that kind of crap like where it's gotten China. Now they are becoming world power, able to influence stuff, but their values and course, you know, trains of thought haven't really changed. So things yeah. like computers, I mean, today, what's a kid want to do if he can start out at a help desk job? And uh, I mean, they're already used to computers because now kids have, you know, iPads before they can read. Yep. If he can sit at a help desk job and make 50K, or he's, you know, starting, you know, an internship at a welding place making, you know, 20K. 30. Yeah, 30 or 35K, yeah. No, no, I mean, I get that. I mean, it's all about the money, and it's it's about all that kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I, I do realize that, but I, I mean... Yeah, it's we like... We can't all sit behind like... a computer and build the country, or we can't all sit yeah. behind the computer yeah. and make those repairs. When shit I mean, blows up and the world goes to hell, we'll be lost. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, have we become that uh, obsessed with technology? Oh yeah, yeah. Everything makes it easier. Like Google. I mean, there's, well, this is fun. Just one little quick thing about that. I forgot how to do long division in my head because I hadn't done it since like fifth grade. I've had no reason to do any like long division math. And I was talking to Fizzy this a couple years ago, and I was playing the Unity making games, and I was trying to figure out, you know, the it's just a program trick. Is something divisible by this or that? And I was like, oh shit. And I had to stop and think, like seriously hard. Because Google has all that shit. I mean, yeah. technology is making it easier. So you'll actually find well-to-do parents that own, you know, Silicon Valley tech companies that send their kids to special schools that have no technology at all. All you're learning, you know, pulleys and levers and, you know, engineering stuff and while you're actually, you know, you're being more well-rounded. And public schools don't get that kind of funding and public schools don't do exactly easiest thing they can do. So they do away with tech textbooks and give everybody, you know, the cheapest Kindle type of thing. 
everything that's just easier is going to happen. So, well, I mean, even you know, within my generation, um, when I graduated from high school in the late '90s, we had you know ag because I mean it was kind of a farming community. So, I mean, we had like ag classes, we had welding classes, we had small automotive classes, we had you know large motive automotive classes, um, drafting. You know, all, all these technical style classes. And uh, I talked to one of my teachers who's retired now. I mean, he's been retired for a few years. And I was talking to him and he said, it's so sad because they don't even offer those classes anymore to kids. It's just not part of their curriculum. It's yeah, do all... kids in high school take a like, shop class anymore? I, I, took, I took a shop class in like seventh grade using, you know, yeah, like machine shop and wood wood yeah. shop kind of tools and stuff which yeah. i think it's good for everybody to know how to work with your hands and how to i mean it, no yeah. dude should ever no guy or girl should ever be on the side of the road calling triple a because they can't change their own tire yeah you know for for one thing and and i think you're Sometimes right you just really, can't be bothered uh, some, <laughs> uh, maybe true not me though i like changing tires but um i'll call you yeah, I come by. <laughs> um, but yeah, I look at like um, I guess for for whatever reason, some I don't know. Like I don't know if it's like some kind of traits aren't as valued maybe by our society or whatnot. But I look at like PJ was saying when I go into a construction site, like how does it, how does this building end up going from like being nothing to steel frame to having floors and ceilings and walls and you know somebody's got to build all that stuff and install it it's this kind of stuff we do day to day like you know it's pretty incredible but not a lot of people well, notice it and i mean no, i is... mean no disrespect you know towards the people huh? that want to go into a career of being in the electrical side or the computer side of the world i mean Obviously, the pays are different. You know, the actual physical part of the work is a hell of a lot different. So, I mean, I, I understand why they want to do it. But, I mean, is it the best thing that we allow it to continue to happen? I, I mean, mean, just like the market or something? Allow? Well, I mean, are, are we going to become a product of our own undoing? Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's I mean, inevitable. It's always going to be I, you know, my company pays $30,000 for a welder to start welding, but your company's going to pay $50,000 to have you fix their network issues, and they're going to have 10 of you, and I'm going to have 40 welders. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're never going to have two of the same companies, you know, similar companies, pay the same, you know, well, for I mean, two different careers like that. What happens when uh, you don't have enough supply, so you start offering higher wages? True. You know, and then True. that's just going to upset everything. But you got to understand, like, the tech industry, everybody's learning how to, you know, navigate at such a young age. It just comes naturally. Like, I went into the tech industry because it's easy for me. I yeah. Just I mean, you have... How it works and... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had an actual enjoyment is what drove you into it. You enjoyed working with it. You liked figuring that. it out. But, I mean, there's something that keeps you doing <laughs> it, whether it's the money or the just the love for the job right i mean there is a flip Ooh. there is a flip side to all yeah. of that in the sense that <laughs> when you were talking about um like young kids kind of uh 
aspiring to get into um, some kind of uh, job or career in like the computing industry or um, wanting to work in the games industry. And there, there, the other side to that story is, is the fact that when you read interviews with developers, they're bemoaning the fact that there is this proliferation of like gaming like degrees or courses you can do where you don't really come out with any kind of practical usable experience to go directly into the games industry because you know it's for those people who actually make games you know it's about having doctorates in like computer science and yeah you know having a genuine kind of academic basis for what you're doing now it's like digital is is where it is i mean you know i moved um you know i've i've worked as an illustrator and graphic designer and i felt compelled to move to digital simply because in terms of what i was doing in terms of my own personal interest and i did do work from that which is science fiction and fantasy art the vast majority of it is produced digitally now in terms of gaming and a lot of published book covers for the sci-fi industry it's all produced digitally you've got the exce- the odd exception but you know i i kind of felt that need to move because you know the software and computers have got to the point where it is pretty much indistinguishable from a real painting you know that's just the way society's going you know it's it's not like um to some degree yeah you can have that kind of degradation where oh there's going to be a lost art to actually paint with um physical media it's the reality of the situation but i think there's always that tolerance level where there's always going to be people who like using their hands who like working with physical objects who are always you know you know you're going to have like sculptors and engineers and people who like you know making custom cars um yeah. you know so it's not like it's going to die out it's not going to be like oh why bother cuz i can get this computer to make this custom vehicle for me or you know, people are always going to have an interest in model making because it's not about having the the end product is like the reward, but it, the actual enjoyment is getting from making it. So I think I think yeah, there's I think a balance this is, to be had. I think this is something that's probably been going on for a while because you know now that I'm thinking about it, I mean uh, the sort of factories we know today, you know, eliminated the need for craftsmen. You know, yeah. like people don't build True. furniture so much anymore, and if the ones that do, they're getting premium dollar for their work because they're one of only a few skilled, you know, people like furniture makers or whatever. Most of my stuff comes from like, uh, Ikea. Mass produced. And yeah, like I said, I don't mean no disrespect. I'm just wondering what you guys thought about it being that you're on that side of the world. And, you know, Um, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, I guess I was wondering too, is it like, um, is it just that that's what the market's kind of calling for? Is that the country's moving more towards a services and kind of technology economy versus manufacturing, you know? And you guys have a need for, I mean, we still have a, you know, manufacturing economy to some extent, but I guess it's, is it just a decreasing or, um, you know I mean? We're outsourcing yeah. our stuff to other countries. I don't know. Yeah. And there, there, there definitely is a move towards it. And, and yes, people do complain about the fact that, you know, a lot of stuff is outsourced to the Far East and what have you. But 
at the end of the day, you know, it's it's done for a reason, and um, whatever you may think of it, it's it's stimulating their economy in terms of the work it's providing for the people over there. And at the end of the day, those companies are making a decision to outsource it because it's cheaper. And yeah, the, fact the American economy is and... doing fine because it's got hey. other industries to uh, <laughs> to rely well, upon. You. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just being stupid about his fat comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shut up, Cal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had an opinion which I expressed, <laughs> and I, for that, I am sorry, truly. <laughs> anyway, you're still on. breathing, though, right? Yeah, Lily's sorry. not on here to tell you to stop breathing. <laughs> it's kind of quiet without Lily. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> she don't. She doesn't listen to these. Yeah. Well, that's not why. I... <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture of the uh, the canned apples that apparently they're making. Yeah. So we get to look forward to that later on, PJ. Yay, I love apples. Yay, mushy. time with your mother-in-law. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play a game, you bastards. Reaper's bringing us down, oh. being serious. About time. Sorry. Now I feel like a new job <laughs> I'm trying to get is just worthless. Yeah. I feel like I think, you know, but <laughs> throwing what all about this money guys? at me, and now it doesn't—it doesn't mean anything. Because here's the thing: I uh... want to do the game, PJ, but I want—but real quick before we go go on to that, you know, I guess the problem is that you know, really, the capitalist society we live in, you know, dictates the kinds of jobs that are created, right? Because it's where there's demand. But yep. that doesn't say anything about what the merit for for other kinds of skills and, and jobs. So I think maybe we could create our own micro society outside <laughs> of like, maybe, you know, we could build an Island or build like go out on a boat or something. I we do have... think if our group was like put in the worst of it, we have a well-rounded group that we could, we could make it. <laughs> yeah. You got a hillbilly <laughs> tech yeah. support. We have a good, a good starting point with, uh, with reapers skill with, uh, you know, Reaper can all, get the food. Lily can the food. cook the food. Brazen can build the house. Hey, be nice. Don't say Lily can cook the food. Well, Lily can attempt to cook the food. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> she can burn it like the best of them. Because he can keep our hands warm. What? I don't know. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> and you could probably live on me for a week. <laughs> You can carry things, right? You can lift, you know, heavy objects. Sure. We'll, we'll, Me, we'll heavy objects? Some... No, I got. I have a man to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can bring Vicky too. Oh. Oh. Just... <laughs> Sorry. We're wow. just trying to get her to listen. You're gonna have to tell her you said that. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. just, just like Lily's mom hears about every time Brazen <laughs> speaks ill of her. I look forward to the utopia that we'll one day establish together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to the game. Yeah. You're up first, Cal. Mary Shade kill Roger Moore. He's a treasure okay. of uh, British society, right? Do you like him a national treasure? 
I didn't actually hear the question. Sorry, you cut out. That might be my end. Sorry. <laughs> Said uh, Mary Shade kill Roger Moore. Um, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> you wanker. <laughs> I love hey, Roger I, Moore. I saw Roger Moore the other day on an old. Uh, I think he was on an old TV series. Um, yeah, he was quite young and uh, strapping. So. So you're wearing I'll a black cowl up on that. Probably the saint. I would. Yeah, there was a saint. There was a saint. He was probably wearing a speedo under his uh, <laughs> his uh, well, you know, kept suit. <laughs> Bow tie. Uh, All right, Wookie. <laughs> is Cal gonna explain more, or is Fizzy oh. just gonna gonna just take a? Oh come on! <laughs> Fizzy had more to say about Roger more than Cal did. Cal's like married him, love him, done. Anything to add to that, Cal? Well, I, I think I, I think <laughs> there was always something about Roger Moore that, especially in the Bond roles, he he just added that element of not taking it seriously, and um, especially compared to these days when you know you've got these kind of gritty Bond movies, uh, which I detest actually. Um, <laughs> and you know, it's funny on uh, the opposite. I can't stand yeah. Roger Moore's Bond. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, and I like his deep, authoritative voice. <laughs> you can so, tell me yeah. what to do anytime. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, what was mine? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Where's Brazen? Next. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, jeez. These are totally very Because I'm not going to bone him. And uh, I want to kill him. Because, you know, Seinfeld shows funnies. I'd marry him. I'd ride around in his cars and comics rip off. <laughs> Be a good time. Fair enough. Reaper, you're up. <laughs> Alright. Brendan Fraser. Um <laughs> Monkey Bone really? Brendan Fraser. Or yeah, yeah. Man Brendan Fraser. <laughs> You know, early Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I liked him as Brandon. an actor. Right. <laughs> Brandon. No, I liked him as an early actor. Um, yeah. Towards the later part of his career, really pissed me off with like his journey to the center of the earth and all that kind of crap. Um, Tarzan. Ugh. So I'd have to say, kill him. Oh, yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> You jerk, why'd you have to go south? <laughs> and his, uh, yeah, he, he in, just, yeah. his in memoriam movie, it would, it would have the part where he throws the shovel at the dump truck mammoth in <laughs> Encino Man. I fucking love Encino Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's got weird hair, though. Sometimes? <laughs> Sometimes, all the time. <laughs> if it doesn't look weird, it's a wig. <laughs> <laughs> You're all busy. Do you know, by the way, that Encino Man came out like like 22 years ago? Yeah. That's probably about how many times I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> James Earl Jones, Fizzy. James Earl Jones. I mean, I have a hard time seeing James Earl Jones as a sexual creature, even though I'm sure he... Uh, <laughs> He, he he probably does have that side to him. Oh, he's the king of the jungle, isn't he? 
Lion. <laughs> oh, uh, is he? Oh, he's Mufasa. Yeah, I think right, so. Jimmy I never Mufasa. saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw the Lion King? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? I saw the Lion King when it was re-released in theaters like, <sighs> like three years ago. I've probably. seen maybe like two of those Disney cartoon movies, and that was enough. Oh man, the Lion oh, King. You miss it out. You being serious, Reaper? You being facetious? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. What's your favorite <laughs> Disney movie then? Um, probably the newest one that just came out, Frozen. Seriously, seriously. Really? All right, I'll check it out. I think we yeah, could have like what? a marathon, you and I, like Disney yeah. Disney movies. <laughs> I watched it. It was, it was like almost one of the movies, but it was good. Which one? Frozen. Yeah, my wife wanted to watch it, and I actually enjoyed it. It was funny. Right. Disney kind of put a new spin on stuff. You know, it's not really just made for kids anymore. I mean, they got some adult humor hidden in there, if you listen to the context. I'm surprised you picked up on it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it might I was proud Disney, of myself. That Tangled movie is actually pretty funny. Born yeah, it is. Eddie just like, oh, so I watched that. There's the horse in there makes me laugh. Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, that was and, uh, one I had to walk away from. <laughs> no. I like the horse, but I had to walk away from it. I saw the trailer for Frozen, and it just did nothing for me. It's got, hasn't it got, like, a snowman as a character? Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. that just immediately put me off. But I'm sure I'd, <laughs> I'd enjoy it if I actually sat down and watched it. But Is it I, because he's white? I, might be. <laughs> <laughs> the, his carrot was bigger. Oh. If it was yellow, it'd be different. But... <laughs> yellow snowman. Just says Jimmy hey, written on in yellow. <laughs> to answer your question, PJ, I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd pick up a, a fluffy pillow and I'd slowly <laughs> lower it over his face and just hold it there until he stopped moving. No. And then I'd, I'd close, I'd close his eyes. I'd close his eyes and I'd walk away. He's lived a long life. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't wish ill on him. But if I have to choose of those three, then uh, I, I'd, I'd do that. Very detailed for someone that doesn't want to wish anything ill on him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want it to be. I want it to be like. I, I hate to see what you get really mad at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't go. I don't. I don't want there to be any sort of like. Uh, Evidence of premedi- premeditation, you know, and by <clears throat> detail the uh, anything else. You you detailed it pretty well. <laughs> yeah, all I can do now is stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, really you sad in the that. morning when you wake up, find out that he passed away <laughs> by suffocation. Yeah, when his eyes were closed. You're gonna ask me for an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't want to hear the kind of noises he'd make while you're going down on him. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh god! I held a straight face as long as I could. I'm around. your wow. father. I mean, daddy. The force is strong in this one. Oh man! Oh, Most is that what he calls the penis? Yeah. Is that his name for his penis? The force. Swallow all of my medichlorians. <laughs> 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 Every last bit of it. <laughs> that was a really good impression. I, I 
know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't hear his voice in my head besides Darth Vader. So I don't really know. But just the, like, like the, the pace that you delivered that line at was really spot on, I thought. <laughs> Yeah, I was waiting for someone to break out into a Chocolate Rain song. <laughs> wow. And here's an odd note about James Earl Jones. Every time I think of him, I think of that scene in Conan where he's like, seek, and then he shoots that lady with the snake arrow. Mm-hmm. And then I think, mm-hmm. she dies there, but why don't they bring her back like they just brought Conan back? <laughs> like, hanging onto his dead body where the ghost spirits are trying to take him away. Like, thanks for saving my life, bitch. Oh, I'm just going to let you... Anyway. Odd thought. Back on track. That's funny. I I don't remember anything about that show, but or the movie but that oh. really that really stuck with you. Well, Conan dies. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> well, Conan dies, and they like tie him in this like mummy wrap, and then like tie him to the ground, and then while he's like animated, you know, ghosts are trying to take him to another world. The little thief dude and the lady are like like jumping on his body and holding him back. And it didn't seem that hard, because they were just like, oh, we give up. And then that lady gets shot with a snake arrow, and they're just like, oh, you're dead. That sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> Not important. We just uh, party watched that a year or two ago for the fun of it. That's why it's kind of fresh. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, um, I was convinced that that girl was uh, the actress who plays Sheldon's mom in um, The Big Bang Theory. Oh. <laughs> and I, no. I had to, I, I had to Google it just to kind of like dissipate that feeling. No, Sheldon's mom thought, was the sister from Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah, I found that out once I Googled it. But I, for 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 about a week, I was convinced it was her. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 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 Speaking of old movies, I was thinking of one not too long ago here, one that I kind of grew up on it's it's perverted it's it, it's a classic movie as far as i'm concerned it's got christian slater in it uh it's called pump up the volume <laughs> okay it is the funniest before it's time like hardcore movie and uh i was thinking about it i i only have it on vhs I mean, I feel robbed because I haven't had a VHS player in like 10 years. But um, Thanks to all the nerds. Yep. I so, <laughs> so want to watch that movie again. And if you guys ever come across it or have the chance to watch it, you guys should watch it. It's a funny movie. I think you guys it has to be on it. Netflix. Is it better than Gleaming the Cube? Oh. <laughs> I don't know that one, but I. Well, Christian Slater plays like a, a a punk skateboard kid whose brother was a police officer and was murdered in the line of duty, and only he can get justice. You don't remember that movie? No, can't say. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a VHS player if you want me to send it to you. Would you really do that? Yeah. Or I could just spend the twenty bucks to go buy one from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way I have to watch The Matrix on VHS, but I, I'll, I, can, I can part with it for a while. <laughs> you guys have ever heard of Amazon? Oh, God. <laughs> like, ten bucks each, you guys, your problems would be solved. Matrix? <laughs> uh, whatever, you can buy six copies of the Matrix the for ten bucks. Yeah, just boop. You get that whole shitty trilogy. 
<laughs> How much do you think a VHS player costs on Amazon, Wookie? Twenty-two ninety. I have a guess. It's got to be over a hundred dollars now. I mean, so I'm looking at one that's sixty-nine ninety-nine. It's a Sony. One that's forty. That's a Sony. There's only like two or three people, like companies that even make them anymore. Yeah. Oh man, it's sad. No, it's not. (laughs) I got like a hundred and some tapes. (laughs) <laughs> tape. <laughs> what's, what's yeah, tape? I have uh... adhesive. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my point. I, they're they're oh, worthless to me now. But these are all. I feel. I think I know where Reaper's going here. These are all home videos, aren't they, Reaper? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Get a raccoon. Starts at Coyote number one. Ends at four hundred thirty-two. That's not where I was going, but yeah. yeah. When I did different this time, I was going to slip him from hole to hole in the other direction. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. I just had that conversation like two days ago. Yeah. How did I? How did I guess? Awesome. Oh, Which hole do you start at when you're skinning skinning a skunk? You start skunking. with the nostril, then you get less blood on your shoes. You might get more on your overcoat. You start with the anus. It's all over. Might as well open a dry cleaning store. <laughs> Oh, I got tears. Was, that was that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If you if you bag a female and start with a giner. <laughs> no. Oh no 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 no! Now no, you went one step too far. You don't start with the giner. You start with the milk sack. I'm sorry, oh. I wasn't going too too far enough before. You start with the what sack? The milk, sack? the milk sack. It's just like uh, dating. You start up with the milk sacks, then you go for the giner. <laughs> you get your photo taken. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go in order. So. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> milk, milk, lemon. I mean, it's fourth grade. You gotta start there. Yeah, start sweet, then go sour. <laughs> I think. And then, yeah. I think I would. I think I would pay to go get, um, you know, lessons from Reaper and outdoor survival, and you know, <laughs> how to hunt, trap, uh, you know, tra- uh, See, track. See, you can learn all that on YouTube, thanks to the <laughs> wonders of technology. <laughs> no substitute for hands-on knowledge. <laughs> it isn't real, though. That's the problem. You're watching That's somebody do it. You're not watching a hillbilly do it. <laughs> what they're telling you is the fictional version. Yeah, if they know how to get it on YouTube, they're not a real hillbilly. <laughs> your your tube. What the fuck is your tube? <laughs> Where do you want me to put it in your tube? Oh, nothing on your tube. <laughs> Better keep. You better keep yourself and your tube away from me, sir. <laughs> or you, you and me are going to have a problem. I asked you kindly, sir, to take a step back from that. <laughs> I haven't even seen Sling Blade. I don't know how I'm pulling that out so good. Them fellers taste like corn. <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> Make you squeal like a pig. <laughs> I bit me a leprechaun once. Them fellas taste like corn. Why is I messing up my bed? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys never used to watch that mad TV, it was so much fun. Oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Where's your little friend? He's out getting French fries. Sorry, I'm done. So, Reaper, do you do you just um, skin these animals for the pelts and sell them, or do you work with them? Do you do taxidermy? Do you create like dioramas of like <laughs> raccoons, like like made up to look like rocket raccoon? Oh, a good raccoons idea. just giving it to each other. It's like a live sex show. Well, that's terrible. respond. Do maybe like crash helmet warmers that are kind of like raccoon, badger, <laughs> jackal, wolf, <laughs> little ears on top. I just yeah, you're missing like a trick here. A fighter pilot taking off the helmet and that like little skin tight little protector is just like a little fuzzy thing with eyeballs on top. Yep, barriers. <laughs> I call this diorama <laughs> the Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs>